Today, voters in Chile reject another draft constitution, Serbia's President Vucic claims victory in parliamentary elections, and the US seeks to push Israel to scale back its war in Gaza. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday 18th of December 2023. On Sunday, voters in Chile rejected a proposed conservative constitution to replace the country's current one by a margin of 55.8% to 44.2%. Now, if you've got deja vu hearing this, then that's because Sunday's constitutional referendum was held roughly a year and three months after the country voted on and rejected a previous attempt at a new constitution, albeit by a wider margin. The project to replace Chile's current constitution, which was introduced during the dictatorship of Augusto Pinochet, began after widespread protests against inequality and the country's economic system erupted in 2019. A referendum asking voters if they wanted a new constitution saw nearly 80% respond with yes, and voters went on to elect a constitutional convention in 2021 that was strongly represented by left-wing and indigenous groups. The convention drafted a new expansive and progressive constitution focusing on environmental, social, gender and indigenous rights, but this draft was convincingly rejected in September last year by nearly 62% of voters, with opponents seeing it as too radical and wide-ranging. Lawmakers subsequently agreed to have another attempt, and a new constitutional convention was elected this year. But this time, right-wing parties won a majority. Their new draft, which was put to a vote on Sunday, was seen as more conservative and free market friendly than the current 1980 constitution. It centred private property rights, stricter immigration rules, and included wording that opponents said would have made abortion completely illegal. The right-wing Republican Party had also tried to turn Sunday's referendum into one on President Boric's popularity, which sits at less than a third. But Chileans, as has been expected, rejected the newest draft, and it seems the 1980 constitution is here to stay. Leftist President Gabriel Boric was dealt a blow last year when voters rejected the progressive draft constitution, and with voters saying no to the conservative text, Boric says he will not push for a third attempt. Instead, his government will push for pension and taxation reform through the legislature. Boric said on Sunday that today we are experiencing a new day that, no matter the result, strengthens our democracy. Following the result, he said, what the citizenry is demanding is a better capacity for dialogue, of consensus, but most of all, action. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Serbia's incumbent president, Aleksandar Vucic, and his Serbian Progressive Party, or SNS, claimed victory in the country's third parliamentary election in just four years, amid escalating tensions with Kosovo and domestic issues such as high inflation and mass protests. The SNS won the parliamentary elections with 46.6% of the vote, securing 129 seats, enough for a slim majority, in parliament, whilst the coalition and main opposition bloc, Serbia Against Violence, or SPN, won around 23% and 63 seats. The SPN, however, dispute these results, alleging illegal voters from other countries were brought into Belgrade in buses to vote, particularly from the Serb-majority autonomous province Republika Srpska in Bosnia and Herzegovina. The leaders called out for a mass protest for Monday night to call for a repeat election. Unless protests lead to international attention or a repeat election, Vucic and the SNS are likely to continue their political dominance. For more on this election, we have a full video coming out on TLDR News EU on Tuesday. Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, the trial of pro-democracy media mogul Jimmy Lai has begun. 76-year-old Lai, who denies all charges, has been charged with breaches of national security and foreign collusion, which could see him sentenced to life in prison if he is convicted. 
For those of you who don't know, Lai is perhaps one of Hong Kong's most prominent critics of the Chinese government in Beijing, and is the founder of the now-dissolved Apple Daily newspaper, which supported Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement. Lai has been jailed since December 2020 under the Beijing-imposed national security law, and he has reportedly been kept in solitary confinement over the past three years. The trial, which is expected to last 80 days, has been long delayed, in part because of a dispute over Lai's choice of legal representation. He had sought to be represented by British lawyer Timothy Owen, but authorities banned Owen from the case on the basis of him being a foreign national. Ahead of the start of the trial on Monday, foreign governments, including the US and the UK, called for the Hong Kong authorities to release Jimmy Lai, with UK Foreign Secretary David Cameron describing it as a politically motivated prosecution. Lai's trial is not in front of a jury. Instead, it will be heard by three judges chosen by Hong Kong's leader to handle national security cases. Unsurprisingly, security around the courthouse is incredibly tight, and supporters of Lai are said to have queued overnight to secure a viewing spot in the courtroom. Moving to news from Israel now, where US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has arrived in Tel Aviv for his second visit to the region since Hamas attacks on October 7th. According to US officials, Austin will try to push the Israeli government and military towards transitioning to a new phase of the war, as the US, Israel's staunchest ally, grows increasingly uneasy with Israel's large-scale air and ground campaign in the Gaza Strip. US President Joe Biden said recently that Israel has most of the world supporting it, but is starting to lose that support by the indiscriminate bombing that takes place. News reports broke on Sunday night that an Israeli strike had hit the Jabalia refugee camp in northern Gaza, killing 90 Palestinians, according to a Gaza Health Ministry spokesperson. Elsewhere in Gaza over the weekend, the Latin Patriarchate of Jerusalem, a part of the Catholic Church, accused an Israeli sniper of killing a mother and daughter inside the Holy Family Parish in Gaza, and injuring seven others in the attack on the complex, where, according to the church, the majority of Christian families have taken refuge. Pope Francis condemned the shooting and suggested for the second time in less than a month that Israel was committing terrorism. He said, some would say it is war, it is terrorism, and added, yes, it is war, it is terrorism. According to Reuters, the Israeli foreign ministry said that the incident was still under review, though the Israeli military has denied targeting civilians. And finally, we end with the news that New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art will return more than a dozen looted artifacts to Cambodia and Thailand. The 16 Khmer sculptures date from the 9th to 14th centuries and reflect the Hindu and Buddhist religious systems prevailing at the time. The pieces have been linked to the British art dealer Douglas Latchford, who in 2019 was indicted for, quote, running a vast antiquities trafficking network. Once arrangements made for their repatriation, 14 sculptures will return to Cambodia, and two will return to Thailand. That's all for today, but if you want more from us, then you should pick up a copy of our newspaper, Too Long. And if you've been considering it for a while, then use the code TLDRDAILY to get 30% off. It's the ideal time to buy. If you don't know, Too Long is our one-off newspaper, which summarizes everything that happened in 2023, as well as looking forward to 2024. It's full of exclusive analysis and explainers from the TLDR team, as well as a whole bunch of our favorite creators. We also put a ton of effort into the design, putting together a load of high quality graphics and designs. As I say, if you want a copy, you can head over to our website and secure 30% off the normal price by using the code TLDRDAILY.